Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. A recap of Session 33. After we have defeated the big bad Zolgath of the Aaron Tower, we decide to head back and meet up with the circus. The next day, we hold a funeral for Kestrel and Savatri. It's very sad. Then, we journey to Eskadar. Along the way, we do some crafting. Once at Eskadar, we go try to find some authorities to inquire about a place to set up our circus. While we wait for an audience, we put on an impromptu performance in the town square. It goes well. Not long after, we are invited in to meet with the town leaders. We're going to go into something that's a little bit interesting. We are going to do a special rule set for a social encounter that's going to have initiative and specific social actions that you can take. We're going to have social combat. When the guards escort you inside of the constable office, there's a a main desk and a couple of hallways that go through here. There's a, a man who greets you just uh, as the guards just escort you in the door, and then they go and stand back out again. He looks like but a nice guy. He sticks out his hand to Moonlight, and he goes, I understand that you're the one representing the Circus of Wayward Wonders, is it? My name's Derekus. Nice to meet you. Derekus. Greetings, Derekus. Yes, I am I am Moonlight. And I'll let well, you branch out. And he grabs it firmly and shakes it. He'll go, he'll, he'll kind of poke a thumb over his shoulder and he just goes and Dara's office is this way follow me and he takes you down the hallway there are clerks going in and out of the offices here a couple of uh, looks like maybe detectives are you know sitting at their desks with the doors open going over paperwork and he takes you back to the door at the end of the hallway and he firmly knocks on it twice and then opens the door This circular office that he escorts you into is paneled with rich brown wood. It contains a writing desk, shelves stacked with records, and a row of chairs positioned near the door for visitors. A framed painting of a kestrel in flight hangs in a place of prominence behind the desk. Yeah, I know, right? That's that's in the book. (laughs) I'm trying to picture kestrel flying. (laughs) <laughs> it took a second to realize you meant the bird. It's a bird. Nope, the actual bird. Uh, a framed painting of a kestrel in flight hangs in a place of prominence behind the desk. A metal stand... I almost feel bad that kestrel's not here. <laughs> I, oh, I do too. You um, picked kestrel because of the bird, didn't you? Yeah. Yep, like he, he uh, kestrel picked kestrel because yeah, of the Yeah, kestrel bird. picked the name kestrel after the Keonan kestrel. A metal stand to the west displays an ornate falchion and a battle-worn breastplate polished to a brilliant shine. A small, muscular human woman sits behind the desk, dressed in a dark blue uniform with a golden badge of office pinned to the left shoulder. The shield-shaped badge bears an engraving of an osprey with a fish clutched in its talons. The woman listens intently to the individual sitting across from her, who you see his back, a smarmy human man in a striking royal purple suit, only a few buttons and ruffles shy of garish. The woman's hawk-like gaze darts to the opened door, and she holds up a hand apologetically to the man in purple. Thank you, Delma, for bringing this issue to my attention. 
If that's all, though, it appears that I have another appointment. This is Andera. So she's fucking Halle Berry as Storm. In plate. In plate, in plate, in plate armor. Yeah. Carrying a, a very shiny plate glaive. I can see hawkish and fierce, yeah. Yeah. That's good art. All a fighter. <laughs> the man who Andera is sitting across from, who's at the at the bench, stands up and he turns to look at you. And uh, this is Delamar. Oh my. Yeah, he looks skeezy. Oh, they're here. I'm uh, sorry, do we know you? Mm, no, not yet, but I know you. I guess and you Dara, have us at a disadvantage. And Dara looks at Delamar and says, Delamar, unless you have something important that you need to say, please let me address my appointment. Hello, my name is Andera. Andela Paldrine. Greetings, I am Moonlight, and we are here for the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Yes, so I am told. How may I assist you? I look at this Delamar guy, like, as if, like, is he going to stay here for this whole conversation? <laughs> like, I don't say anything, but I kind of, like, look at him for a little bit and look at her. And <laughs> what, what, was, what was this guy's name? Uh, Delamar is the smarmy man. Wearing okay, the, yeah, uh, so yeah, I said it right, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Delamar kind of just, like, stands off to the side and crosses his shoulders, and he just goes, I'll wait a moment. And uh, Derricus walks over behind Andera and stands behind Andera. And uh, she looks and says, No, Delamar can stay for the moment. I would like to hear your proposal, Moonlight. Peach Pie puts away the cream pie he pulled out when he hears this person say that the guy can stay. <laughs> he was about to take drastic action. Well, as I said, I am representing the Circus of Wayward Wonders, and we were hoping to get a spot of land to set up our circus, preferably somewhere in town that would be accessible to the citizens. Well, Moonlight, I appreciate you getting to the point quickly. Delamar here informed me of your arrival some hours ago and had some concerns with allowing you to stay within the city. And Delamar kind of like smirks and bobs his head a little bit and looks really satisfied. And may I ask what those concerns are? Well, yes, I've told her some of the stories. Some of the stories of some of the terrible things that you did to the town of Aberton. Oh, I... Would love to hear these stories. I do love a good tale. We're going to enter into a social combat situation. We're going to call this uh, the performance negotiations. I want everybody in the party to roll standard perception initiative. initiative. Yes. Part of me really wants to go first. Part of me also really wants to be able to retort to whatever this jackass has to I have ready action to retort. (laughs) So, in this social encounter, your goal is to convince Andera to allow you to have a plot of land or a site for the Circus of Wayward Wonder. You have the option to do one of several actions. One of them, one of the actions is called Sway Andera, where you will attempt to use diplomacy, uh, deception, or some relevant lore skill through an argument that you might have to allow the circus to perform an Eskadar. Uh, you also can 
support an argument where you could attempt to bolster an ally's argument with a diplomacy, deception, or relevant lore skill. And on a success, the ally gains a plus one circumstance bonus to their next check. You can demonstrate your talents as circus performers as one option. You can attempt to impress Andera uh, with you know some sort of performance check. You can also attempt to discredit Delamar on your turn as well. A little difficult to discredit him since we haven't heard from him in, at this point yet. But well, he said we caused problems in Aberton, so that's immediately, true. that is yeah a lie. I mean, is that attempting to sway her or discredit him or some of both? It's hard to. <laughs> Yeah. Is there an yeah. intimidate uh, Delamar's action? That's mm. what I was hoping for. I'd like to do that. Not on the first round, though. I do not want to do that in the first round. First round, I absolutely want to start by, just like uh, David said, attempting to sway her by poking holes in his story. Order here is going to start with Moonlight at the top. Everybody's going to pick an action. Give me your RP for that action. And Dara can cut in and, you know, respond at any point. She's not in the initiative. Delamar is in the initiative. So it's basically the party versus Delamar here. And And she's like the arbiter. She's the arbiter. She's going to look at Delamar with with a quick steely glance and go, yes, Delamar has some things that he's had to say to me, although I don't have the greatest relationship with Delamar. She cocks an eyebrow at him. And I would like to hear it from you directly. I understand, Moonlight, that you are, in fact, the leader of the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Is that correct? Yes, I could say I was voted to be a leader. Convince me. As Delamar has said, he's told you some stories. I'd like to tell you some stories of my own. You know, the ones like where we saved the town from wasp swarms and methods and a crazy druid lady that actually killed the old ringleet master of ours. That sounds moonlight will we'll yeah, go into ahead. more detail than that. But <laughs> uh, this is, I'm assuming, sounds like it's just going to be a sway attempt? Yeah, it's just a sway attempt. Alright, uh, it sounds like you're going for more over diplomacy than deception, so go ahead and make your diplomacy oh, yeah, check. Absolutely. Uh, I guess we'll stick with that. I get a 19. Well, That doesn't really attest to the credit of the circuit itself. If Delamar has stories to tell about what happened in Abiton, then Delamar has stories to tell, but what makes your circus deserve a sight of land in my city? Jeb, it's your turn. A fucking whistle or something. And Turtles jumps up. Uh, they got weapons, right? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, gonna, they, they do. I was gonna like, aggra- like say like the this wasn't ours, and then they might kill my turtle. So maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, turtle rush in. Is this a nature check or? Uh, are you gonna demonstrate? Demonstrate your talents somehow? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can just straight up do a performance check. Uh, for you, it's nature. This is the accompanying check. So you want to just want to like kind of demonstrate some of yours and turtle skills while you're here. Yes. Got it. Let's go ahead and get that nature check. Fuck. Oh, that's, uh, that was a 19. Son of a bitch. Uh, 16. 32. Yo, you using a hero point? <laughs> there you go. There's your 19. <laughs> there you go. Um, 32 is a critical success. 
She nods and she just goes, well, that's impressive. Now, my office isn't a circus tent, so please refrain. You just asked me to show you my tricks. No, no. I was asking for a reason why I should allow the circus. I appreciate the demonstration, and I am thoroughly satisfied with your demonstration. But there's no reason to demonstrate any further. My office is not a circus tent. Turtle immediately just goes into, just sits next to me, I guess. Then it's Delamar's turn. Delamar will look over at Andera and say, look, whether or not you think that they have capabilities as performers or not doesn't discredit the fact that there's already a perfectly capable, in fact, a perfectly wonderful, a perfect circus that already resides in your town, the Celestial Menagerie. There's no need for these half-rate performers and the trouble that they bring. Who is this dude? He's obviously the spokesman for <laughs> Celestial Menagerie. You've obviously never seen our zoological old garden. <laughs> <laughs> and Dara will nod at uh, Delamar and say, no, we'd I understand what you're saying, Delamar, but there's always room for competition, don't you think? Wizard, it's your turn. Oh, that dude's full of shit. Our circus is better. Let us do a circus off. Are you going to discredit him? I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible at all the checks you named. And didn't you say society was for something? What, society under? is under discredit Delamar or the Celestial Menagerie. Now that yeah, I'll, I'll discredit the Celestial Menagerie. I'll tell them stories of shit I've heard, and some of the shit's going to be completely made up. I have a feeling because I'm, I'm already think it's true, but it's going to be not even close to the truth. Well, you don't have to make a deception check if you believe it's true. Yeah. So society check? Society check. Can I take twice as long to get a plus two using my ageless patience? <laughs> it's a skill no. check, isn't it? Because Andera does not have patience for that. You're saying these skill checks take a full round? Yes. We're an initiative. Yeah, but we're not doing like three action initiative. You get to do one of these things on your turn. That's bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, brah. Custom rules. Mm, we're a hero pointer. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's worth it. Went from a 19 to a 25. So All 25. Right. What do you know about the Celestial Menagerie? Anything that you might want to come up with? Moonlight story. They kept this bush in a fucking cage. And Dara looks over at at Delamar and says, is that true, Delamar? Did the slushy come from your circus? And he just goes, I can't say. There's so many of those little things running around these days. It's, it's not worth mentioning. I'm just side note, this guy works there? I assume yes. he's like their spokesman. So he knows me. So wizard successfully discrediting Delamar. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Yeah, I don't have anything to do. Except yeah. performance. When she says not to do another performance, it's like, uh... I stand there and look very sad that they you don't... You can't like back him up? To... Yeah, you what kind of check do you want for a back? Fail it? For supporting... Yeah, supporting an argument, uh, you can attempt to bolster an ally's argument using diplomacy, deception, or a relevant lore skill. Does Bernard I'll... have a better role than you? Hey, Tyler, can I yeah. use clown lore to talk about how bad the uh, Celestial Menagerie's clowns are because they sell drugs to people. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I know clowns aren't supposed to do that. 
And also, you have like direct evidence of something. <laughs> like, I'm not going to point out that. Wait, those clowns are selling drugs. Yeah, well, Mr. Bubbles, Bubbles was, did. Bubbles was selling drugs. I mean, I'm not going to point out that he's now in our circus and probably still <laughs> selling drugs. But you know, definitely with the celestial magic. All right, clown lore. Hey, there we go. We get a chance to use it. Eighteen. Eighteen is not enough to successfully bolster that argument. Does it hinder the argument? It doesn't. But what what would Peach Pie say? I have it on good authority, which would be my own, that clowns from the Celestial Menagerie have been selling drugs and paraphernalia to the citizenry of Eskadar and the surrounding areas. Not that it really matters, because they're all going to die anyway. I mean, we all die, so why not do a little drugs to make life more bearable? Because it's against the law, clown. Delamar, is this true? And Delamar just goes, ah, it's a false accusation. There's no way that our clowns would sell drugs. To whom? There is there are no citizens in your si- this fine city of yours that would partake in such dirty things. Actually, that was a success. Oh, well I gave delivered I delivered the line as if it were a failure. I know I wanted you to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> I know. No, you tied it in with your backstory that reduces the DC. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Moonlight. You're going to get a plus 1 circumstance bonus on this. Because Peach Pie is supporting your argument, but that kind of means that you do have to attempt to sway Andera. I was probably going to do that anyways. So I realized that my first argument was more about the character of the people in the circus. Now I would like to speak on the circus itself. You pointed out yourself, bring competition. Competition keeps prices from going too high. It's never good to have someone have a monopoly, and it gives people a choice. Maybe they're bored of seeing the same show over and over again. This will give them another option, something that they can go to instead of being home or being on the streets. They've already seen the Celestial Menagerie. They can come see us. All right, go ahead and give me your diplomacy check. Get it at a plus one. Uh, how about a 31? <laughs> Fucking killed it. Critical Ooh. success. That is a very good point, Moonlight. And I appreciate your candor. It is important that the people have options. This is the people's happiness is the most important when it comes to maintaining law and order. Ah, fuck this bitch. Fucking oh, God. Aridin's like super lawful good, isn't he? Like, uh, not necessarily. He? he was lawful neutral. Was he lawful neutral? I guess she does seem. I guess. I guess she's very lawful. She seems very militaristic, but she looks very militaristic. So. Okay. Well, Jebediah, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Another trick. Nah. <laughs> no, just. Um. Do I not have uh, lore? Oh yeah, feline lore. <laughs> I'll tell them about cats. Yeah. Uh. I mean, you could you could attempt to sway her with a lore check. You could just do a, just a straight sway on this. Yeah, I mean, you have diplomacy, too. You could do diplomacy. It's actually uh, pretty close to Moonlight's now. <laughs> so I'm just going to continue with the discredit, I think. 
Yeah, you want to discredit the menagerie well, what again? is that? What's tra- what skill is that? Uh, discrediting would be either a, uh, a circus lore or society check, unless you want to mention something that you personally witnessed in the celestial menagerie in your time there, and then you can use diplomacy. Okay, that's the plan. You mean like their mistreatment of animals? It's only an 18, but yeah, I'll describe not only just that, but the keeping Moonlight in prison, basically. Yeah, all the animals are... If you let any of those animals go, they'd kill anyone because they don't treat them right. And this poor Moonlight was accosted or something. <laughs> all right, all Caged. right. Caged, accosted, same All the above. The DC gets reduced to 18, tied to your backstory. That is a success. Yeah, what do you say about that, pink shirt? Pink shirt. <laughs> well, these are simply accusations that just do not hold any true weight. The animals in the Celestial Menagerie have never just up and attacked any citizenry. Why, in fact, I can tell you from on good word that we have stories of these folks, at least two of them, going onto the grounds of a church of Abadar and attacking people on church grounds. People... If you saw what came out of their mouths, I don't think you'd call them people. <laughs> oh, shit. Oof, duh. Delamar gets a natural 20 on his deception Or he brings a religion into it and everyone gets all sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and Dara would turn back to you, Moonlight, and she would say, Well, any sort of violence on church grounds is just unexcusable. What do you have to say for yourselves there? Not my turn. That's what I have to say to myself. I know. <laughs> That one's rough. Uh, Wizard, it's your turn. I'm going to discredit him by saying, dude, I didn't attack anybody. I haven't been to church in years. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh, man, that's good. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and give me a uh, shit. You're going to have to do discredit. I want to discredit using society. Oh, yeah, that's right. Society. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I already used my hero point. Delamar will look at the wizard and go, I wasn't talking or referring to you. Whatever your name is. I don't even know what your name is. Can't find anything about you. You can just Peach Google. Pie. Yeah, go ahead and Google the wizard <laughs> and see what happens. Yeah, the whiz. That'll get you a long ways. <laughs> Wizardator 3000. How to pass drug tests. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually probably exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> invented by the wizard. <laughs> uh, Peach Pie. Yeah. Um... I want to, like, bolster one of Moonlight's arguments. Okay. What kind of check do you want for that? Uh, depends on what kind of argument you're going to make. What kind of argument are you going to make next time, Moonlight? Yeah, we're just whispering. I don't know. I'm running out of stuff to do. I mean, he is bringing your character back into it. So maybe that's a viable argument now. Yeah, I already spoke on our character, but I guess, yeah, I can counter that by explaining that it was demons and we cleansed the church of demons and saved the priest. So that's probably what I'll do. Just take out your handful of holy symbols you carry around. (laughs) I am very religious, see? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll bolster that argument. How about, I don't know, what kind of check do you want on that? Uh, For a bolster, supporting an argument normally, diplomacy, deception, or a relevant lore skill. Clown lore? (laughs) <laughs> nah, 
I gotta use this clown lore. We gotta use clown lore again. Mostly all the rest of my shit is garbage. Well, let's all go right. and see your garbage diplomacy roll. He wants, he wants to craft alchemy. That's what he wants. Yeah, to let do. me craft some <laughs> alchemy on these bitches. I mean, I what skills out, do you have? Uh, athletics is good. Acrobatics is okay. Crafting is good. Perception is good. Medicine is good. Oh, religion. Religion. We weren't... How about religion for, like, we weren't doing anything bad to the temple? I'll allow it. There we go. Let's... There we go. 23. Nice roll. And you're, you're, you're uh, bolstering Moonlight's argument, right? Yes. How would yes. you do that? It's not going to be Peach Pie. It's yeah, I have Bernard to speak up. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. There you go. Bernard says this. I, I would like to just say, if I could, at the Temple of Abadar, it was not people. Well, they, they were once people, but they were dead people. And inside of them were demons. They were worms, in fact. And they were causing all kinds of havoc. In fact, they were about to kill many people. And if not for the brave actions of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, that... Uh, they certainly would have killed people, but no, the demons were slain, and no uh, discredit was brought to the Temple of Abadar, and no harm to its people. Derricus, during the time, the the guard that escorted you in kind of like raises his eyebrows when the, the squirrel starts talking, <laughs> and Dara just kind of like looks completely nonplussed by it and meets eyes with Bernard and goes... It would seem odd to me that there would be demons inhabiting the Church of Abadar, even in a small backwater village like Abbotton. Yes, it was very odd. Moonlight. Moonlight actually will pull out one of those, uh... Show the Abadar holy books and be like, we did so well that the priest gave us these. You know how many people I've beat with these books? (laughs) Yeah, but that'd be... But Moonlight's really good at deception, yeah. Yeah, Do you know how many people I've killed with these books? (laughs) So that's what I'm going to, Tyler, I just put it in chat. Oh, I see that. Okay. I'm going to pull that out and be like, yes, we pulled these symbols off of the uh, the creatures. And as you can see, there are demonic runes on them. The the druids in the area had been taken over by, by demons. She'll go ahead and take a plus two circumstance bonus on this. One from... Peach pie, and I'm going to allow that circumstance to stack on this item bonus. It'll be an item bonus. It stacks. There we go. <laughs> it stacks. It stacks. Go ahead with your diplomacy. Uh, 26. Nice. She picks it up and says, Is that a holy symbol of Gazra defaced by. What is this, abyssal? Delamar, you never mentioned anything about the presence of demons in Abiton. That changes things quite drastically based on the stories that you've already told me. Jebediah. I feel um, like this is a losing battle. His his crit really fucked us over. His crit really fucked <laughs> you take over. Take out my axe and kill Pink Shirt. <laughs> Alright. Uh... We're good people, damn it. <laughs> I'll do you just like I did that clown. Jellico. <laughs> there you go, man. I started going to be like, have you seen Jellico lately? <laughs> That's your intimidation that you wanted? Uh, yeah, there we go. Who am I swaying again? Is it the chick? Andera, yeah. Yeah, fierce lady. Yeah, I can hit on her. <laughs> <laughs> you better show a little more charm than you do with Ellie, though. Yeah, I'm fine with flirting. It's the commitment that's... <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't know what I'd do other than... Can we repeat what we're doing? 
Uh, you can either attempt to sway Andera with a specific argument, support one of your allies' arguments, or discredit the discredit Delamar or the Circus of, or sorry, the Celestial Menagerie. Didn't I already do that? You can do it again, though. The only thing you can do once without negatively affecting her is the performance. Standing is performing in her office more than once. All right, um, I'm gonna sway again, and I'm just gonna—I don't know—just along the lines of con- telling her that did our performance go well in Everton? We like maxed out. Well. Yeah, we killed it. Yeah, you killed yeah, it. I mean, we killed it. Yeah, I mean, I'll explain that Everton's. How like do people travel here from Everton? I would say they would periodically. You know, they seem. would get trade. I'm sure you've heard of how good we are, and then blah blah blah. <laughs> go ahead and uh, what do you want to? We'll check you want to use that diplomacy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Actually, I have heard some word about your circus, and they do seem to be good words. Not only the good we do for the town itself. Mm, Not just from Delamar here, who only seems to have negative things to speak of when it comes to you. Delamar will will look over at uh, Jebediah and say, Well, I've heard of you, Jebediah, the animal tamer. You're soft. I would say that any of the animals under your care probably don't actually have the discipline to not harm any of the the goers. Now, in the Celestial Menagerie, the animals are trained diligently, and they have never once harmed anybody in Eskadar. Wizard. I've been trying to think of a way to discredit him again. I mean, you could use the argument that they haven't done anything because because they live in fear, just because they don't attack anybody doesn't mean they're well-treated. Well, yeah, they're in cages all the time. Also, they're in cages all the time. I can speak for that. (laughs) (laughs) I do that, then. All right, what kind of check you want to make? Society still. 22. 22? Okay. What would you say to her? What they just said. (laughs) Sounded good to me. It's true. I don't ever see any of the animals from the menagerie outside of their cages, short of performing, where often they do have whips taken to them. Perhaps you have something, scrawny old man. Peach pie. As an animal myself, I can certainly attest that the animals at the Circus of Wayward Wonders are all treated very well, like friends, in fact. Here, watch. And Bernard goes over to Turtle and says... I say, turtle, good chap, might I sit in your mouth for a moment? <laughs> I'm not a turtle. She doesn't. Like you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll allow, I'll allow Jeb uh, an auto turn nature check to allow this to go. I like it. I hope to God it goes well, or else Bernard's getting beat. <laughs> Bernard's getting chomped. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bernard climbs into Turtle's mouth. Turtle looks really confused for a moment, but and opens Bernard up. goes, ta-da! <laughs> and, and Dara will just kind of look very surprised for a moment, and she just goes, well, I must say, that is in fact a talking rainbow squirrel inside of a large tiger's mouth, and it is not eating it. Delamar, I do believe you've been discounted on the animal training front quite thoroughly at this point. And then uh, Bernard will exit Turtle's mouth and say, Thank you very much, Turtle. That was very kind. And Cole returns to Furball gets coughed up. Big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rainbow furball. <laughs> uh, wow, that was that was interesting. Alright, Moonlight. Well, we're just gonna do another sway. That's all I can really do because 
I don't feel like trying to deceive anybody here is a good choice. And Can we get an intimidate check? I don't no. think intimidating anybody here is allowed. Regardless of whether Moonlight wants to do it or not, Moonlight knows that it would not be a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Perhaps you heard the commotion out in the street. We just put on a small, I wouldn't want to say show, but perhaps exhibition, just to give the people an idea of what we have to offer, and they all seemed quite impressed. Were they happy? I would assume one of their guards saw it, the whole show. I mean, they were standing outside. They were. I mean, they're not in here right now, but... Well, we could call in your guards who were outside, and they could attest to the happiness of the people. Go ahead and make your roll. Well, fine. Uh, Derekus, go and get Roderick and bring him up here. Perhaps the other one. Uh, fine. Roderick, go get... Roderick's an unpleasant fellow sometimes. <laughs> it's true. He can be an unpleasant fellow. Uh, then, Derekus, go and bring me Joey and let's see what he has to say about this. <laughs> Fucking Joey. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Uh, Derekus will go and just kind of like, yes, ma'am. And uh, hop out of the door real quick. And while she's sitting there waiting, she'll start, you know, tapping her foot. And and uh, Delamar goes, this just seems really unnecessary. I don't understand why some god standing outside would have anything to do with, you know, showing or telling whether or not people are happy. That seems so irrelevant. And she kind of cocks an eyebrow at him and goes, irrelevant? The people's happiness? It's not irrelevant. I figured that you would, of all people, Delamar, not put your foot in your mouth quite so much. And Derekus comes back with Joey, and he just goes, whoa, crowded office, guys. <laughs> what what, what can I do? How can I help? Uh, and Andera will go, to, uh, tell me. Tell me, Joey, when the Circus of Wayward Wonders here were putting on their performance outside, would you say that the people looked satisfied, that they looked happy with the performance? Oh, yeah. Man, they did a really good job. You should have seen the tree dancing on top of the fountain. It was really cool. It was really cool. And then the clown did a pie thing in the face, and he's got, a, like, a, a, an actual, like, cloud that goes over his head and rains on him. Like, it was great, man. Yeah. And Andera goes, you were dancing on top of my fountain. Yes. You were, dis- you were dismissed, Joey. And he goes, all right, Captain. And he gives like I'm a really sorry. loose salute. Did I miss a sign that said no dancing on the fountain? <laughs> I suppose you are very new to the city. The happiness of the people is paramount to me. It helps maintain order. People don't look for those nasty vices quite so much when they have other distractions. Very well. Delamar, leave us now. What, what, but, but, and Sarah, Captain, please leave my office. Thank you. Derekus, escort him out. And Derekus says, with pleasure, ma'am. And grabs Delamar by the, by the arm and kind of just like takes him out of the office. And as Delamar is being escorted, it's be like, you murdered Jellico. I can't prove it, but I know you murdered Jellico. The door slams. And, uh, the rain cloud appears above Peach, I just, Peach Pie. I just feel like don't, don't Jeff might screw up and be like, how does he know we killed him? <laughs> uh, I, I cast Ghost Sound and it's a tiny, world's smallest violin playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. 
Um, good. That is good. So I wanted to use ghost sounds earlier to add like a thunder sound to Peach Pie's little rain cloud. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Uh, everybody, go ahead and take a hero point for trying out that very. Uh, I've never seen a rule set like this for a social encounter in this. Is that this from the book or game. something that you found? No, it's it's from the book. Cool. But yeah, that that whole like a uh, social encounter was is laid out in a couple of different pages, and it is since it's interesting. And Dara goes and sits behind her desk, and she she says, "Well, I do see that it is certainly beneficial to us to welcome another circus into Escadar. I will tell you that we really only have a large enough plot of land available for the circus on the northern outskirts of Escadar." The area is easily accessible from the city, but currently it is badly overgrown, and it's rumored to hold some treacherous terrain and dangerous creatures. I see two advantages in leasing the site to you all. I don't have to risk the life of my gods in the difficult task of clearing the area, and the city can put the site to more productive use once or if your circus decides to move on. So... You we may are have the a traveling circus, so I do not expect we will be here forever. Well, that's good. You may have the plots under two conditions. First, you must clear the site of thorns, brambles, and large stones, but once you have it, we'll make the ideal place to set up your circus. Second, you have two weeks to clear out the site and prepare your first performance. Why two weeks? You can't just be occupying the space and not doing anything with it. Put on your first performance in two weeks, or... We'll be, be clearing. We're clearing the area, though. What if that takes longer than two weeks? You'll have two weeks to clear the area. Would you like to be alter the terms of the condition, wizard? Pray I don't alter them further. Ah, Wait, no, it was Vader who said it. I can't do James Earl Jones. Nobody can do James Earl Jones. Can, yeah, I was going to say, who can do James Earl Jones? I'm sure somebody can. You may lease the plot of land. The payment for the lease is you must pay 5% of any of your circus proceeds as tax to the city. So you want us to clear the land and pay you? Of course. I would think clearing the land for your benefit of future use should at least count for something. Yes, it counts for you and acquiring the plot of land. You can't just skip out on taxes. It's preposterous. Yes, but... If you were to use it, it would cost you money to clear it. Sure. So we are saving you that money. Of course. And I'm giving you a place to perform your circus. I, and probably Moonlight, don't know enough about whether they would normally charge something on top of the taxes. I do a society check to see if this would be normal. Sure, go ahead. 32. The tax rate... Uh, in Escadar is actually like 10% for leasing plots of land like this for entertainment venues. She's giving you a 5% discount. Okay, I'm cool with that and I walk out. Why doesn't she just say that then? <laughs> I'm but a humble tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have two weeks. She calls Derricus. Derricus, come in here. And Derricus opens the door. Yes, ma'am. Have one of the clerks draw up lease papers for the plot of land on the northern side, the, 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 the mouth of the valley, for the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Uh, Moonlight, I understand that you own the circus? Who owns the circus? <laughs> I mean, can, can anybody really 
own a circus? For, for the purposes of paperwork, yes, somebody must own the circus. Is that you? Am I part of the circus? It, it would seem to me that you are. You're frustrating well, to speak to. I'm part of the circus, guys. I honestly don't know who owns the circus. Did we ever... It's a, it's a co-op. <laughs> I, I am the, the leader of the circus, so I can sign for it. Okay, good. Well, then the clerks will drop the paperwork. I have other business to attend to. Please leave my office now. And welcome to Escada. And she immediately pulls out a ledger, opens it up, and starts writing in it, and promptly begins ignoring you. Derekus, the the guard that escorts you out, he's like, "Hey, I'll have one of the I'll have one of the uh, clerks drop some paperwork. Do you want to like go grab a drink after that, and we'll just you know bring it to you at the site for you to sign it?" Yes, that should be satisfactory. Sounds good. We'll see you out there by sunset. You got about two or three hours before sunset based on the daylight right now. Okay, we will start moving the people over. And he holds out his hand. Chad voice all the time. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he holds he holds out his hand uh, to Moonlight. And says, "Hey, nice meeting you, Moonlight." Likewise, and I'll reach my branch out and shake his hand. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Well, I suppose we go round up the people and move them to the north side. So, are we able to just start clearing it? Do we just say that like two weeks has passed? Do I get to like just do more crafting and sell? <laughs> Our big strong uh, guy's not going to help clear Bramble? Ah, uh, sure. And yes. rocks and there's, fight there's, the stuff that attacks us. So there's monsters it. here too. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. And you guys all start moving your stuff towards that plot of land. And it is, it's, it's at like the mouth of a valley. And there's some, uh, some thick wooded area right at the mouth of the valley. But there's a big clearing where all of that section that, that they were talking about that you could post up the, the circus and there's just random random thorn bushes just big rocks overgrown with grass uh, there's a lot of just trash here. What season is it? Is it like spring, summer fall, winter? It's uh, getting into spring soon but I mean it's a temperate climate so we're talking it's not all dead it would be the beginning of spring roughly end of winter still a little chilly but some days it might get warm uh end of winter in florida oh then yeah it's still it's pretty nice <laughs> that's how i see it at least the professor kind of looks around at the plot and goes eh, given the space that's here this is going to be perfect how long did they say we had to to put on our first show we have two weeks to put the show on oh well we should get to work right away then. It looks like there's a couple of places we can just kind of roll the wagons up while we're working, but I say we spend our first night here clearing off some space for us to just post the camp, right? Makes sense to me. Fantastic. And as you guys are, uh, you get to the, you know, where the plot is, Derekus, uh, he comes up and he waves. Hey guys! He's got that paper and he starts waving it around. It's not attached to a clipboard. I got your paperwork. Oh, thank you. Let's, uh, go ahead and sign it here real quick. I'll get it right back to the clerk so we can get this all put in and, you know, get this lease thing all taken care of. You guys got your work cut out for you here. You got a lot to do. Moonlight reads every word. 
Derek is just kind of anything sneaky in there. Anything? Uh, let's see. I mean, you don't have law like a lore law skill. Society. Society would be work would work too. Yeah, yeah. I asked the whiz to look it up. Yeah, I'll take a look. Doesn't that doesn't that make you hesitate? I take I take twice as long to get my plus two. <laughs> nice. Uh, is that because of the plus two or because it Thirty. Just you twice as long? Both. That's the reason I took the skill feed. Like both. Um, oh, it's not a skill feed. I, I thought it was a, uh, ancestral. Yeah, elf ancestry feat. I actually really like it. It's a really cool feat. But I got 30. Um, with a 30 society. Pretty high. Yeah. I mean, this is a very standard lease document. There's definitely nothing sneaky in here. It's the lease document you get when you Google how do I prepare a lease? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're also agreeing to pay 5% uh, payout. So the first night, I mean, by the so, time so you Moonlight will sign it, but also go think to themselves, I wonder who does own this circus. <laughs> <laughs> Derekus will, uh, he's kind of going around and talking to some of the, the circus members. He'll even like go up to Peach Pie and, and Bernard and he'll be like, so your your rainbow squirrel talks, man. That is really cool. Yes, hello. My name is Bernard. Oh, I suppose I could just talk right to you. Hi, Bernard. He holds out his finger to Bernard. Hello. Bernard grabs it and shakes it vigorously. Nice firm grip. He yes, just, yes, like, it's okay. People make the mistake all the time. They don't expect a, a little squirrel like me to be able to talk, but I can. He he just chuckles the whole time and Bernard talks to him like, Man, I love you. You're just you're just the coolest. Your fur is so awesome too. You're like all those colors? Where what where do where do you come from? Are you like a from the Feywilds or something? I am an alchemical manifestation. Uh okay. Is that don't worry, I don't really know what it means either. Uh, uh Yeah. Yeah, alright. I just happened to exist one day. Well here you are. Yes, here I am. Here we all are, really. Isn't life wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, no. life is pretty good. Uh, no. Not, not at all? No. How do you guys even get along if you're just so opposite of each other? Well, that's, that's really the, uh, the whole point of it. <laughs> We're here to balance each other out. Well, I guess there's a lot of balance there. Cool. Hey, uh... What's the what's the wizard's name again? He doesn't have one. Oh. You can just call him the wizard. Oh, oh, he actually doesn't have a name. That's correct. Okay. Uh, cool. Then, hey, wizard guy. Yeah, what's up? Are you done reading the lease? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. It took him twice as long. No, probably not. Uh, he's just like, you know, trying to kill time while you're reading it. And he'll go over to, to Jeb too. Hey, you and the cat did some pretty cool stuff. What's, what's your cat's name? Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> I like you guys. This is cool. We're getting to know each other. Yeah. I think, uh, I'll probably come see your first show. I'll definitely come see your first show. When, when do you think you're going to throw it. I mean, how, lo how long do you think this is going to take for you to clear out? Three days, Taps. Three? 
impressive. The professor comes by and goes, I don't think it's going to go that fast. Jebediah, I think it's going to take us at least a week. Three days, tops. And throws up his hands and walks away. He's like, you're optimistic. Jeb, I like that. I tell Turtle. this guy he's got free tickets. He is talking about clearing the, the bramble and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, while he's reading, shoots a fireball out into the bramble. Whoa, dude! Whoa, that's against so many codes! That violates so many codes! Can you put it out? <laughs> Personal it out. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, I'm gonna put this out. Fires another one off <laughs> in a different direction. No, no, man, that's not, that's not what I said! You're just starting fires everywhere! Hey, what, calm, it, calm down, I'm reading this contract. I, I, I lost my place. I lost I, my place. Shh. Can, Shh. somebody put out the fires? Before that, that spreads to the city, please. Spy goes and stands above the fire with his head in a personal rain cloud. <laughs> I never imagine you like pulling out like a watering can. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That that's even better. Yeah, Peach Pie pulls out a watering can and uh, pours it onto the fire. Uh, and, and as soon as the the fireballs go off, the uh, the a bunch of the circus hands immediately stop setting up camp. And they all take some water buckets that they had, and they go fill up from from some place nearby. While Peach Pie is just like slowly putting this thing out with this endless water in can that you have, because the personal rain cloud fills it up in between. <laughs> Derekus is like he's got his hands on his head. He's just like, oh man. Okay, I won't say anything, Tandera, because she gave you a pretty good deal on the tax rate here, but could could you, he looks over at Moonlight, could you, like, keep the nameless wizard from setting my city on fire? Look over at the professor and go, three days! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's not officially part of the circus? <laughs> He's not? Why did he even come with you guys to the meeting, then? Oh, he was showing us how to get there. Oh. What's he doing traveling with you guys if he's not a part of the circus? I thought I was part of the circus. <laughs> Why do you have me reading this fucking contract? <laughs> that would be you're pretty shitty. <laughs> he's just like, read this, but like, I don't even know why you're here still. Man, I, I felt included. <laughs> I try to get the guard's attention again and tell him if he does security, he can see the first show free. Security, huh? Well, you just need to stand there and look guardy. I mean, it's against. I can't. I can't moonlight. Sorry, that's weird to say with you right here. I'm realizing <laughs> now, but I, I can't take any other like jobs, uh, like a security detail. Well, while I'm doing. Wanted to seem work. like we were bribing you by giving you free <laughs> tickets. Well, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I will promote for you within the force. How's that? So it's not free. I'll do some advertising work for you in the forest. We'll have some guys come by on their day off and hang out with you. Can we get back to the part where I'm not part of the circus? <laughs> don't worry about that. We'll talk about it later. You don't even have a name. <laughs> you don't, and it throws me off. Like, I'm going to call you something, and it's just like, no, it's just the whiz. <laughs> whiz, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, it's really hard to take you serious. <laughs> that just lends to it, though. It's perfect. I love it. Let us know when you've got the first show scheduled. I'll let them know. 
then that that'll pay for my ticket. Is that all right? Okay, we'll put your name on welcome. Awesome, awesome. It's uh, Derricus. It's D A R R I C U S. Got it. Awesome. Cool guard guy. Got it. Cool. Well, I mean, you could put that next to it, right? <laughs> my name's still Derricus, though. Derricus Stallet. So I wait, do you're have a, a name. Stallet? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I'm a Stallet. Is that okay? <laughs> Eric Stallion. Got it. I feel like you're all just fucking with me at this point. That's exactly what's happening, isn't it? I got. We, we are a circus, circus folk. <laughs> yeah, you're a circus. Yeah, I, I, I gotta if, tell you if, though. If you expect anything serious here, you're wrong. <laughs> hey, wizard guy, it looks good, right? Yeah, Derek. It looks uh, looks legit. Let's let's get back to me not being part of the circus. Here, let me grab that then. Here, uh, Moonlight, go ahead and sign this for me. Since it sounds like your uh, unnamed wizard sounds, it looks okay if you trust that guy. Moonlight will sign it. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it's really good talking with you guys, and I'm glad that I got a chance to come and say hi. And uh, we'll see you whenever I see you then. I... Sounds good. I'll come and check how you're doing in three days, Jeb. I'd be surprised if you get it done. You want to put a gold on it? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, you got it. We'll put a gold on it. This guy's got a gold. He's fucking wallet. <laughs> yeah, gold is a lot more in 2E than it was in 1E. All right, guys, we'll see you later. He just kind of okay, jumps off. Wiz, the reason I said you're not officially part of the circus is because you don't have a job or act yet. I mean, I, I we, need, we need to figure that out for you. I, I start fires really good. And I point back at the fires, which yeah, are actively still burning. I don't think fires. Starter is it's a complete act. I mean, I know I instantly started singing. <laughs> yeah, I just in my head the moment. I, 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 I can do I can do this too, and I uh, I create a huge copy of you, illusory creature, and have it say, "Hey, I can do this," and it's in your voice. <laughs> Except for it's big and booming. Hey, I, I mean it's it's it. literally huge. What's that, 15 by 15? Is that 15 foot moonlight? It's taller than 15 feet. It's 15 feet by 15 feet. Oh, that's right. The huge creatures are usually like 25 feet tall, sometimes bigger. I mean, does that what it says it makes it huge or makes it one size category larger? Or you create an illusory image of a larger, smaller creature. I'm using a, the third level version of it, which increases the size by one. So huge. Wow. I mean, Moonlight's pretty small, so to have a huge version of Moonlight would be pretty damn big. Uh, the professor looks back and goes, Where did that tree come from? Peach Pie sits in its shade. Does an illusory... Except it doesn't give any. I was gonna say, I don't it know... It gives illusory shade. Illusory shade. The real question is, does he believe in it? Does he believe <laughs> that shade is real? What's the will save I have to make? I don't fucking know. Like your save. Your 20, will save. It's 21 or something. Alright. I get a 24. I know it's yeah, not you, real. Yeah, you, you disbelieve the shade. I still want to believe in it anyway. He sits but, in what should be the shade, sadly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, exactly. that sounds that sounds pretty thematically appropriate. Puts up his, his umbrella to get a little shade and it, it starts raining on him. <laughs> I mean, can I be like your guys' marker or something with this? Wasn't society? Wasn't society the check that you have to make 
it is. Problem is then you need to use it's charisma based though for like what you get for it. So. Oh, it's it's real bad. I have a minus one charisma or minus one diplomacy. Minus one charisma. Yeah. Shit. Savatri and Ketchel are the two that we had to do this. Yeah, they were. Derekus leaves. He takes uh, you know, the sign lease form with him. The circus crew and uh the professor and the performers are now trying to put out a couple of, you know, potential wildfires. They'll get them out mm. after. Is like it heavily hour. wooded around here? Uh, no, not like not not where the wizard shot. In just a, you know, a couple of a couple of bramble bushes. Just just clearing the brambles. They'll burn and die off and or burn up and be done. That was his whole point. So it, it was. It also, it's also breaking the law. So burning Lord. shrubs is breaking the law. Uh, shooting fireballs within city limits is against the law. Oh. Which which ordinance is that? I want to see that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's somewhere at uh, <laughs> section 28B, subsection 82. Well, let's uh, get to work. We get to work. We organize this shit and we start doing. Okay. I mean, the first night you're here, I mean, you really can't do a lot of work. By the time you guys got here, if you remember the morning of the fourth day, it took eight hours to get to Escadar. That puts you at like, you know, five o'clock. Then you go to town, wait an hour have the negotiations, come back here. I would say it'd be getting around dusk at this point. The circus actually wait, eat, ate, ate dinner while they were waiting outside of town for you. So uh, the professor can get some leftovers set up for you. The first night, do you guys want to post up like watches or anything like that while you're on the land? Yeah, I guess we're in the fucking celestial menageries territory now. We better. Yeah, we definitely better have some watches. I want everybody to give me a perception check. What's your watch order? Um, Let's just go with those. Go with fucking, the way that we rolled it. Yeah, yeah right go with the way we rolled it. Okay. The first watch is the wizard. There's going to be a. Uh, an Do you guys trust the wizard to watch? I mean, he's not <laughs> a member of the circus. What if you're a spy for the menagerie? During the first night, the wizard sees that around the camp there are two wolves. I killed them. They don't get close enough to to do anything. They're just kind of like, at a distance, you can kind of see them are oh, circling sorry. the camp. They're within fireball range, if that's what you're looking uh-huh. for. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, are they inside fireball range? I am, unfortunately, out of third level spells. I burned some fireballs <laughs> and my third level illusory <laughs> creature. <laughs> what other kind of range are we looking at? Um, I mean, 90 feet? You can easily walk to the edge of the camp. It's not a very big camp right now. Can I get within 30 feet or 90 feet? Uh, as soon as you kind of you start walking towards them, and they, they duck back into the shadows, and they run away. I go back to sleep. Well, when you change watches with Peach Pie, do you tell them about them? Oh, yeah. There's wolves. They ran away. All right, I'll be on the lookout for them. Okay. You want some of this to smoke? Yes. I, I pull a little nug out of my uh, lantern and pass it over. Peach Pie takes a toke. Uh, pass that here, please. Bernard <laughs> takes a toke. <laughs> oh, boy. And then we take watch. With a 23. Uh, during the watch, you see the two wolves that the wizard warned you about. And they do. They just kind of circle the camp at a distance. Almost looks like they're just like scouting you out. Maybe it's hard to tell. 
That's sure what it sounds like. Okay, your watch comes to an end. Unless you do something. No, I don't think I'll attack the wolves. But um, I right. inform Moonlight of the wolves. Moonlight, during your watch, and actually even during the exchange, the wolves are circling the camp. You want to do anything about that? No, I think I'll leave it to Mr. Druid if he would like to uh, attempt to do anything with these wolves. They've obviously seen the camp now, so... Yeah, I think... Having them see it more isn't going to change anything. I think if, if they're still circling when, when, I, when Moonlight comes out, I think I will forego going back to sleep, and instead I'll sit up with Moonlight to watch. Okay. Halfway through Moonlight's watch, the wolves lope away to the southeast, towards the mouth of the valley. Is that, like, away from town? Yes. I watch them run away. And then I keep an eye out for anything new or if they come back with friends. Nothing happens during the remainder of your watch. I tell Jeb about the wolves and go to sleep. Peach Pie, you staying up through Jeb's watch too? Yeah. Okay. I'll go to so bed in the morning. Crazy person. Jeb, you don't see any wolves. What about my alpha? The alpha wolf. Oh, the blood wolf, that's right. He's been just kind of sleeping. He hasn't done anything. I guess I watch for some time and I... Alright. Put some coffee on. Well, the next day comes. When the sun comes up and there's a lot of people milling about, Peach Pie will then go back to sleep to avoid being fatigued. Okay. Sounds good. So I'll be out of commission for a few hours in the morning. Does anybody want to do anything specific today, aside from helping the, the circus hands clear out some of the space here? I asked Jeb if he wants to check out those wolves, if maybe we can find their tracks or something, or maybe after Peach Pie wakes up. Yes. You saw where they went, right? Yeah. Yeah, they went southeast. Southeast, yeah. Well, I'm, I'll lead a turtle up to... <laughs> Tracking party. <laughs> the tracks. You know, because maybe they have a den nearby and they're worried, and that's why they're kind of keeping an eye out. Or... Can that I uncombatically right? bring... The blood wolf? Uh, yeah. All right. I'd be fine with that. Alright, well, first I'm going to use... Moonlight will go with us, so... I'm going to use go. Turtle's Ability Scent. Ooh. Then does Turtle get to track it's... using that scent? Nice. So go ahead and give me a tracking check. Well, I'm convinced I'm correct with a 13 and a 1. Let's go. Let's go. You walk off to the east... There's a lot. There's actually there's a decent amount of uh, tracks here. Oh, I'm, Turtles are just I am feet. trained in survival. Yeah, Peach Pie will try and track too. I guess I've got survival. I don't do very well. We are not tracking. We are Is tracking the Wiz invited well. along? Oh my god! Like it's a nat twenty for a twenty-eight. <laughs> oh man! Is the Did wiz someone coming? get the wizard? Yeah, of course. We we'll get the wizard. The wizard's my friend. When you guys are going along. Jeb tries to take you in one direction. Turtle looks like they're going the other. Peach Pie is like, yeah, it looks like Turtle's got the right idea. And then Moonlight pops in with, nope. Like, I saw, I saw them walk away. They went this way. The tracks lead you to an area. It's not very far away at all. But hey, you map. come I across. have seen one of these in a while. It's been a bit, right? <laughs> Uh-oh, this map is called Dangerous Plot. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best kind of plot. 
this is a like this bramble choked mouth of a forested valley here like the valley itself is forested not not the clearing that you're setting up on granite hills rise to the east and to the south looks like it's providing a sheltered area where trees have grown thick and wild there are two rough trails that lead into the forest one is blocked by an enormous fallen oak rotted and sprouting with mushrooms the other is the open path that you see on the map and that is where you see the tracks are going do you follow them yeah yes as you all start going deeper into you know kind of just into the forest you notice that there's a couple of different paths that split off in the forest here Uh, one goes off to directly to the east one goes off to the south and one goes off to the southeast you may also notice that as you're going through this through the southernmost path and hear the sound of water but the tracks go to the path to the southeast and we go to the path to the southeast. When you see the uh, path that the wolf tracks lead down, it leads to what looks to be a cave opening in the granite cliff face here. The forest ends abruptly with a sheer slab of quartz-studded granite, and it looms over the treetops. A cave mouth yawns open in its side. The cave is dark, and its mossy walls are studded with patches of ghostly white fungus can't see that deep into the cave unless you're Jebediah. Jeb, there's no living creatures, anybody, no wolves immediately in the cave from what you can see. How deep does the cave go? Uh, it's hard to tell. It curves off pretty quickly. Alright, I'll take 10 feet in. Am I hearing anything? I'll perception for anything or... No, not really. You don't hear anything at all. Can I obviously tell this is, like, this is a wolf den? Um, you see a couple of uh, discarded bones, but the caves do go deeper back. It's possible that the wolves are denning deeper in the cave system. I look at Turtle. Is she picking anything up? Turtle's got her nose to the ground. Yep, she's got the she's got the scent of the of the wolves as well, and she starts walking deeper if you let her. Oh, well, I'm not gonna let her go alone. As you do go deeper into the cave system here, uh, you'll notice that there's two paths. One goes off to the right. One There's goes a off to the bed left. Roll in here? That's not. <laughs> Sorry, I poke my head left. There's a fucking <laughs> bed roll in here. <laughs> uh, Turtle would would start leading off to the right path though, because that's where the tracks lead. I give her a little. Is that? Does that mean wait? Yeah. <laughs> sure. So Jeb pokes his head into the other the other room. And she probably can't see that well. I mean, she's got her scent to help her out, but she'll back into the room with me. She'll come back. Did someone cast something? No. They presumably assume one of you needs to see things. Yeah, I'll need to be able to see. I'll pull out a if I if necessary, I'll pull out a a sun stick. I light my lantern. Oh. And we all give fucking bait. We're all getting high. I box the fuck out of this game. (laughs) The the wolves join us. Hey man, sorry about casing your joint last night. Why are they talking? Who needs animal diplomacy checks when you got a lantern full of marijuana? Um, Ish type substance. Yeah, I didn't say that. Right. (laughs) Uh, Jebediah, when you poke your head into the cave here, the first thing that happens is there's some, you know, random debris and rubble kind of strewn about here. Um, but as you cross the threshold to get deeper into here, you uh, step on rusted caltrops. 
I've Wait, been what? deceived. The the wolves have left caltrops. Yeah. I'm so confused. They're devious wolves. I mean, so at the twenty-seven perception, I didn't see these on the ground. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, am I taking damage, or is it so rusty they crumble under my strong feet? <laughs> the strong dwarven soles of your feet. He's wearing boots, I'm sure. Yeah, but caltrops are caltrops. Now, the fact that they're rusted doesn't actually make it any different. I activate reflection of life. (laughs) You can get that one disease or whatever. Right. Uh, Four-pronged metal spikes. So go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. 18. You know that uh, when you're stepping on something sharp, but you don't have the full weight of your foot down on it yet, and you manage to pull back just in time? Yeah, you do that. And now that you're looking down, there's this whole section of the entrance of this cave, of this section of the cave. Just this little bottleneck before it opens up into this cave room uh, is just covered in what must be caltrops that are years old. Years old? Years old. I see this bed, right? In the fire pit? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And does this look discarded, like... It all looks like it's not, it hasn't been in use recently from what you can see. I mean, there are torches that are like burnt out torches that are jutting out from crude holes in the walls of the cavern. That looks like a makeshift camp. There are chunks of granite and dirt heaped against the rocky wall as if somebody attempted to clear the cave's floor. Right where the bedroll and the old fire are, you don't see any recent signs of inhabitants. Well, I'll just do perception check of the room. Oh, Solid. In the bedroll that you have here, you actually find a loose-leaf parchment notebook that's bound in burgundy leather and tied shut with a knotted silver cord. I untie it. When you open it, you just gotta take a look. It says JW on the inside cover. The first couple of pages look like it's a, a diary or a journal or something. Maybe a journal of a pickpocket of some kind. As you're seeing just little notes about, you know, notes and sketchings and drawings of, you know, the best place to cut a purse or, you a know. A vagrant lived here? Yeah. The further you flip into the journal, you see that the whoever lived here, their crimes, they grow as the entries, dates approach the present. The entries are dated beginning in 4700. And right now it's 4720. So this was journal was started about 20 years ago, yeah. Towards the end of the journal, you find that the thief looks like they have some concerns about a local detective named Andara Pauldrine, and that they think that she might have found some sort of evidence of her guilt in a recent heist. The final entry is dated 4712, and it stops shortly after that entry about Andera. I don't know. I guess I'll just put it away. There's a couple of other things aside from just like the heists. There is a sketch of the cave system in one of the rooms. In fact, the room just off to the right where the tracks go uh, is labeled Wanderer's Folly Danger. Sign me up. She also notices that or she notes that just outside the cave is a tree that she's stashed some stolen items in a tree. Neat. I already uh, make a note of that. Moonlight, I got 31 to look around. Moonlight in the northeastern corner of this room, there's like a section of what looks like loose dirt almost. 
you get close and you see the top of a wooden chest of some kind. So yeah, I'll dig it out. Yeah, it's it is definitely a small chest. Do I need to dig the whole thing out to open it, or is it just like I can get like the top cleared and? You could probably just clear the top without with no issue. Then see if I can open it. I'll check it for traps, I guess. <laughs> Natural check. twenty for thirty. It's definitely not trapped, and it's not even locked. If there was something that was locking it, it's no longer here. I'll open it. There is a cloak in here. It looks like uh, some... Tech magic. Magic. (laughs) There's also a set of infiltrators thieves tools and a replacement infiltrator picks. But on top of that, you find eight garnets in here. So those red gems. It's 80 gold, right? You got it. They're worth 10 gold apiece. Uh, those infiltrator tools are worth 50 gold. Ooh. Yeah, but you should keep those. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep them. One. I mean, they're 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 nice. Yeah, plus one item bonus to pick locks and dis- disable device. They are they are really good. I got a uh, 30 to figure out what the cloak is. You guys want to take 10 minutes in here? I'll stand guard at the entrance. Uh, uh, technically, I actually got a 31. Nice. This is something called a clandestine cloak. Clandestine? Clandestine. 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 A clandestine cloak. Yes. It gives you an ability that's uh, two two actions. You can use it once per day. You pull the cloak's hood up and gain the benefits of non-detection for one hour or until you pull the hood back down, whichever comes first. As a secondary non-activity... When you pull up the hood of this nondescript gray, gray cloak, you become drab and uninteresting, gaining a plus one item bonus to stealth checks and deception checks to impersonate a forgettable background character. I don't know why, <laughs> but I feel like this is something the wiz would wear. Go for it. I don't think anybody else wants it. Yeah. I mean, when you're wearing it, you also... I'm never, I'm never really going to use it, but I just feel like it's something you would wear. It's just kind of like a yeah nondescript but gray cloak. In fact, it also gives a minus one item penalty to diplomacy and intimidation checks while wearing it. Which would we sell it for? Yeah, Moonlight doesn't want that. Is it half in this? Yeah, half. So half. Ooh, of it, might, it might be gold. worth 115 gold. It's a pretty big haul. Yeah. Never mind. We can sell it. Well, you wear it for now, and then we'll sell it later. We can sell it. Full episodes with no combat? Who are we even? What have we become? Are we are we role players now? Nah, we'll get back to smashing shit next week. So tune in as we continue the Extinction Curse. We here at MinMax want to thank you for joining us on these adventures, and we'd love to have you come join us for more. Check out our Discord where you can chat with us, listeners of the show, and other people who are involved with other Paizoverse podcasts. It's a great big community, and we all have a lot of fun. If you'd like to throw a little financial support toward MinMax, check out our Patreon. We really appreciate it. We're so appreciative of all of our patrons. You really help keep this show going. We'll see you again next week for another episode of The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.